What is up, boys? Steven from North Alabama. And in the immortal words of Thomas Patrick Edward Brady Jr., let's effing go, boys. A Super Bowl. A Super Bowl. We did it. We did it. It has been an incredible ride. And I have loved listening to every podcast you guys have put up there. I have absorbed everything the entire season. And this is amazing. We as Bucks fans will get to live with this for the whole off season. Oh, I am, I don't know what else to say. I am, I, I'm speechless. Thank you so much for everything you guys have done. I am so excited to hear all the things you have to say post Super Bowl. I, you know, you don't even have to play this. I'm just, I'm, I just want to tell you guys how awesome you guys have been and how happy I am for the Bucks as an organization and Devin White and all and Mike Evans and Levante and all, all of our favorite guys. It just feels so good to get these guys a Super Bowl after so many bad, bad, bad teams that they've had to play on. So it's awesome. Go Bucks! Fire the cannon! This is amazing! You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I am James Yarko flying solo today. You can find everything that I am doing as well as everything that my co-host David Harrison is doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Lots of voicemails rolled in. We know you guys are excited. We're excited to be talking about this game. We're excited to be talking about your Tampa Bay Buccaneers being Super Bowl 55 champions. So I'm going to sprinkle these voicemails in throughout the episode. Shout out to Steven for kicking off the show. Appreciate that. And uh, yeah, like it was a few weeks ago, nobody asked a question. Nobody wanted to, everyone just wants to share their excitement. They want to share it with the other listeners of the Locked on Bucks podcast. They want to share it with David and myself. So we're going to sprinkle those in throughout the episode. But there is always Always plenty to talk about, and we're going to start things off by diving in and talking about Mike Evans and what a selfless and incredible player he is. So Mike Evans, according to Bruce Arians, who told this to Peter King, of course, of of NBC, Bruce Arians said, quote, Mike Evans is the most unselfish superstar I've ever met. He's told us to use some of his money if we need to to keep this team together. So Mike Evans is offering to take a pay cut or a restructure or whatever is needed in order to keep this team together to make another run at this next year. You you look at Mike Evans and a lot of players of his caliber in his position in a Super Bowl, if they got one catch, they probably would be pouting a little bit. Not Mike. He was all smiles. He didn't care who the ball went to. That's how he's been all season. Somehow he still managed to get that 1,000-yard mark. But all year long, he hasn't whined. He hasn't complained. He hasn't talked about wanting the ball and needing the ball. And you know there haven't been any 
reports or or speculation about a rift between him and Tom Brady because he's you know not getting targets and not getting receptions. He is the most selfless player on this team, and and the fact that he's coming out and saying, "Look, I know we got to bring back Chris. Chris is his boy. That's his buddy. I know we got to bring back Shaq. I know we got to bring back A. B. and Leonard." And, you know, the the list goes on and on. There's lots of gronk. If you need some of my money, let's let's work it out and you can take some of my money and you can use it towards those guys because he wants to be back. He wants to chase this now. Mike Evans has been in this league since 2014. Jason Light's very first draft pick. And he has now tasted what it's like to be at the top of the mountain. We all know who his idol was. Growing up, Randy Moss, he breaks Randy Moss's record this season for the most consecutive seasons to start a career by going over 1,000 yards. And now, now he's done something that even Randy Moss never did. And that's win a Super Bowl. Was he the biggest contributor? No. But we know that. His one reception was a huge catch that set the Bucks up in scoring position. There were a couple other targets that he got that garnered flags. He was interfered with. Again, it put the Bucks in scoring position. So it doesn't show up on the stat sheet, but Mike was getting looks. He was getting passes, but the Chiefs couldn't do anything to, to try to stop him, so they interfered with him. They got their flags thrown at him. Mike Evans is the greatest wide receiver in the history of this franchise. And the fact that he can come out there and he can say, look, I got money. I'm not worried about money. If you need some of this to go towards the salary cap to bring back all these guys, let's figure it out. Let's do it. You can use mine. I love it. I love it. That shows exactly what Gronk was talking about yesterday in in his postgame presser when he's talking about there isn't a selfish guy in the group. We know that sometimes we're not going to get the ball. I mean, Gronk, no catches in the wild card round, one catch against New Orleans, one catch against Green Bay. Then in the Super Bowl, as he put it, it was my turn, I guess. He gets six receptions, 67 yards, two touchdowns. It was his turn. Some days were a Gronk day. Some days were a Mike day. Some days were a Chris day. Heck, there were even late in the season, there were some A-B days. That's how it's been with this team all year long, and they're all fine with it because they know at the end of the day, there is a much bigger goal and a much bigger prize that they all want. And if they're going to get it, they have to do what they did, and that's not worry about personal accolades, not worry about personal achievements or stat lines. It's about whatever the team needs to have done in order to win games and string these wins together and stack them up to get to the Super Bowl and become world champions. And that's the attitude that they've all had. They've all embraced. You can say what you want about Antonio Brown and, and him being toxic or or Leonard Fournette or some of these other troubled players that the Buccaneers have brought in. They've bought in. They bought into Bruce Arians. They bought into Tom Brady. They bought in to the role that they are asked to play means that instead of being the number one option, you know, Antonio Brown for years, 
the number one guy in Pittsburgh. He went to the Raiders and was supposed to be the number one guy there before that all fell apart. He's, you know, some nights he might be the number one option. More often than not, he's not even top three. Gronk, he was watching Cameron Brake go off all postseason long. Not a word about it. He did his job. The Bucs said, we need you to block. He stayed in and blocked. Boom. That's how it is. And all these guys are fine with it because now, now they see where that got them. They see that they slayed the Dragon. They defeated the Kansas City Chiefs. And they are the Super Bowl champions. What's up, James and David? It's Kevin. And Andrea. And we're watching the world champion Buccaneers celebrate their victory. Baby, they, they won the Super Bowl. Baby, did you think they were going to win the Super Bowl when, they, when the year started? I thought, no. No, not when the year started. I didn't think they were going to win the Super Bowl. I was just very excited to be competitive and to be decisive and, and assertive and, you know, to be respectable. And my God. They took on every premier quarterback in this league, and they f- them up. Oh, sorry, I can't cuss. You got to bleep that one out, baby. That was a great game. It was a good game. It was great for a Bucks fan. It wasn't. I don't think. It, yeah. I don't think now Bucks fans really enjoyed it. Well, this got long and, and weird, but yeah. But we love you guys, and we're so grateful for you. And we're going to go ahead and hang up now. Uh, you guys have a wonderful evening. Enjoy this. Cherish this. Savor every moment because it's so much fun. You guys have a great night. Can't wait to hear, can't wait to hear the show tomorrow. Bye. Speaking of chasing that good feeling and, and enjoying all these victories, maybe you go out and you get a little victory for yourself, and there's only one place we trust and one place that has you covered, and that's our friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality television with real-time updated odds and props on just about anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best place to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to betonline.ag and sign up today for a free account and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on again promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts more voicemails from you more fallout from the victory over the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 55 coming up in segment two of the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Woo! We did it, boys. Super Bowl champions. Let's go, Bucks. It's Justin from snowy Detroit, Michigan right now. I wish I was down in Tampa partying, but we did it. We're here. We won it at home. We showed everyone that we were the team to beat this year. A lot of ups and downs, a lot of trying times, but we did it. I think this was one of the most complete games that I've seen all year. Our defense showed up, our offense showed up, and we showed Kansas City who was boss and who was the home team. I've never been so excited. I've never been so happy in my life. I'm just I'm full of emotion, and I just I can't wait for next year. I'm so excited for next year. I'm so excited to see what's going to happen next. Right now, I'm going to celebrate this, boys. Let's go, Bucks! 
Segment two here of the Locked On Bucks podcast in February is Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than a Game. This week, Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayla of Locked On Women's Basketball discuss the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. Subscribe to the Locked On Presents podcast feed on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. Shout out there to Justin in snowy Michigan for kicking off segment two. And yeah, we're having some fun here. Uh, shout out to Kevin and Andrea for uh, for calling in and making me do a little bit of editing work because Kevin has a potty mouth. And uh, Kevin, you should know better, sir. You should know better. But no, I appreciate you all calling in. We'll have more some more voicemails throughout the episode. And, and Kevin, you're right. I talked about it on my solo episode last week. I got, as David so lovingly put it, I got a little vulnerable. Got a little emotional. I got a little in my feels there in segment three of last week's solo episode, and and the message was clear, and a lot of you took it to heart, and I appreciate that. I got a lot of wonderful messages from people, true. Uh, he reached out to me through a private message and and thanked me for kind of opening up and, and giving my story, and we all have those stories. We all have stories like that of how we became a fan or, or people that we've met and, and that we you know, cherish in our lives because of this fandom and, and everything. So, you know, the, the big message that I was getting across was enjoy it, relish in it. It didn't matter how the game ended because after years and years of rooting for terrible football teams, for watching free agents that didn't work out and, and got all this money from the Buccaneers and, and then they did nothing from missing on on draft picks and and cutting them and, and Jason Light being questioned constantly about his ability to build a roster. All of that led to this point. All of that led to where we are now and where we were on Sunday. And so the, the message was enjoy the ride. Have fun with this. Because we know how long it could be before you ever get back. If you ever get back. Now, with, with Tom Brady, of course, you know, the, the hope and the desire is that the Bucks will be right back in the mix next year. Mike Evans is out there saying, here, use my money, bring my guys back. We want to run it back. We want to do it again. Devin White on his Instagram live post um, celebrating in the locker room. He and Mike were saying it over and over. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. And I loved, for those of you that didn't see it, Sean Murphy Bunting was posting on, on Instagram of the celebration and everything. And there was Tom over at his locker, packing up his bag, calm, cool, collect. He was excited. You know, he was he was cheering with Devin when Devin went over to him during his video. But he wasn't dancing around with the guys. He wasn't pouring the champagne over his head. He, you know, he wasn't doing any of that. It was another day at the office. And I saw some people on NFL Network talking about that, including Steve Smith, who is apologized numerous times now for talking about how the Bucks were going to get ran in the playoffs and they weren't going to win a playoff game. That's a dangerous sight for the rest of the NFL because Tom Brady's not busy celebrating. He's you know got more work that he wants to do. He wants to do it again. It was another day at the office. It was business as usual. Now, we don't know what happened when the cameras were off. I'm sure, you know, Tom celebrated in some fashion with his teammates, but he wasn't 
you know, acting the same way the rest of the locker room was because he's been there before. He's done it before. He's excited for these guys. He told the media that that was the best part of this Super Bowl was for guys like Mike and Levante and and Will Golston and these players that have been here for a long time and, and battled through and, and fought on these on these bad football teams that this win was for them. But the Bucs aren't going anywhere. It's wild to say that. It's wild to think about that. The Buccaneers, the defending Super Bowl champions, they're not going anywhere. This is not a situation like it was after they won Super Bowl 37 where the team was going to start to fall apart because of salary cap problems. The core of this team is going to stay intact for a really, really long time. And the core of this team really was just a piece away. Could this team have won a Super Bowl without Gronk, without Leonard Fournette, without Antonio Brown? Yeah. Yeah, they probably could have. It wouldn't it, it, it would have been a little more difficult, but they could have done it. But you take a look at that defensive side of the ball, the side of the ball that was just so unbelievably dominant. There were no big name free agents you have this offseason that came in to help that team. I mean, Sue was a big-name free agent, of course, but he's been on the team for a few years. Jason Pierre-Paul was a big trade that Jason Light made. Levante David, drafted. Vita Vea, drafted. Devin White, drafted. Mike Edwards, Carlton Davis, Sean Murphy Bunting, Jamel Dean, Antoine Winfield Jr., Jordan Whitehead, drafted, 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 drafted. This team has been built And David and I said it last year, this was a playoff roster in 2019 that couldn't protect the football. This team is going to be contending for quite a while. The question is, and I know I'm getting a little little ahead of ourselves, the question is, can they find a quarterback once Tom decides he's done that can also continue to help this football team reach the postseason and contend for championships. They are built to win now. They can rattle off two Super Bowls over the course of three years. They could they could go back to back. They are good enough to do that. And with the coaching staff staying intact, Tom Brady came out and said, I'm going to be back next year and I'm going to be better than I was this year. This whole team is going to be back next year with the exception of maybe one or two guys. And they're all going to be better than they were last year. My biggest concern is I, I don't think Shaquille Barrett is back. And David's talked about it. Uh, I've, I've talked about it. I think that's the one, the one name to keep an eye on. Antonio Brown wants to be back. Gronk wants to be back. Fournette wants to be back. And the Buccaneers want all those guys back. Shaq has said he wants to be back. But Shaq is also looking at a hefty, hefty payday that the Buccaneers just can't afford right now. But we're not going to continue to talk about that. We have one more segment coming up in just a moment. We're going to wrap up some thoughts on uh, on more of the Super Bowl fallout. And then, of course, David and I will be back tomorrow to continue to talk about the Super Bowl. But first, we're going to jump over to another voicemail from our good buddy, Jim. James and David, you know who it is. It's your buddy Jim from South Carolina, South Kakalaki. Um, man, I don't even know where to start. I'm just so pumped, so excited. 
uh, second time in my life I've seen the Bucks perform a miracle uh, by winning the Super Bowl. Uh, it, it's it's un it's unbelievable to me, and they got contributions from just about everybody. Think about it, everybody, offense, defense, and special teams. It was it was phenomenal, and I just want to say it's been a great ride this year. Let's hope it happens again. Um, and thanks to you, uh, James and David, for everything you guys have given us this year. Uh, and I'm really hoping we can do it again. And you know what? As a Bucks fan with Tom Brady as quarterback, we have everything to believe in as long as he's here. And let's just continue to enjoy it as long as we can because we know as Bucks fans, eh, he can last forever. So, again, unbelievable season. Loved it. Loved you guys. Uh, you know, I'll keep listening as long as you guys keep cranking them out. And again, as always, go Bucks. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks to deliver directly to your door. RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, those prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals as well as do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Don't do that. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Just write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Hey guys, it's Yusuf out here in Phoenix. We are Super Bowl champions. Man, what a time to be alive. This is incredible. Uh, no too high or too low tonight. I am higher than you could ever be. I'm not going to talk about being too high or too low. This is just all high right now. We made it. We deserve to be living on a high right now. And it's beautiful. It's just absolutely wonderful. I'm going to keep this uh, a little short. I do want to come back later in the week and um, do a part two of this because I do have a few other things to say. But uh, for now, we're Super Bowl champs. What a time to be alive. It's... uh to think that I would experience two Super Bowls in my lifetime, one in 2002 and the other one this year. We're undefeated in the Super Bowl. I mean, small sample size, I know, but we're still undefeated in the Super Bowls. That's pretty cool. I mean, 
let's keep this going. But uh, I'm excited, guys. And uh, looking forward to next season and the off season. Um, anyways, it's going to be interesting to see what's coming down the pipe. There's been rumors going on about uh, Todd Bowles maybe taking over for Bruce and Bruce stepping back in the front office and doing things there. We'll see what happens, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Anyways, guys, just wanted to give my – it was just a great game. Bucks played their my played their minds out today. It was it was great. It was great. Get my words mixed up. Anyways, I'm gonna get going. Keep watching some of the post game stuff, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later in the week. I'm I'm gonna probably call back Thursday, Friday, somewhere around there, and uh, say a few other things. But until then, guys, enjoy tonight and uh, go Bucks. Wrapping things up here on a solo Tuesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. When you're done listening to this, make sure you check out our good friends Peacock and Williamson, NFL analyst Brian Peacock, former NFL scout Matt Williamson, host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering the latest news and insight on every game, every team, every move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're not subscribed to us, make sure you do. It is much appreciated. We, uh, no surprise, no surprise, we gained a lot of new listeners for the recap episode. People are excited, man. They they want to they want to find any and all content that they possibly can, but it's David and my job to make sure that those people stick around for a little while. I mean, uh, you know, that's why that's why we enjoy hearing from people like Yousef, like Jim, like uh, another one of our voicemails coming up in, in just a minute. Steven has been a regular caller for uh, a little while. Uh, Kevin has been a, a caller here pretty often. Um, you know, we, we interact with you guys on Twitter. We, you know, we include you in the show as often as we can, as, as often as time will allow, because you all have been on this journey with us. You all have, have been through the ups and downs with David and myself since all the way back at our days with the pewter plank. And now, of course, we're at, at Bucks Nation. And David and I used to run this itty bitty little podcast called Walking the Plank. And it would, you know, we would be lucky to get a couple hundred listeners. And and we would get real excited about that. We'd have some great guests on. We, you know, we would have Cook and Sycama, and we had Greg Allman on, and and we would be so pumped when we would get this little spike in in listeners. But we've been doing this for a long time, and a lot of you found us, and a lot of you stuck with us, and you've told your friends about us, and we really appreciate it. We really, really do. This has been an incredible ride to share with each and every one of you. You guys go out of our out of your way to make us part of your day. Got a message from Matt from Morvin, Georgia. We all know uh, we all know and love Matt from Morvin, Georgia, that, uh, you know, we've been part of his daily routine at 4 o'clock in the morning heading to work for, for quite a long time, and it, it means a lot to us. And it's, it's amazing to share this Super Bowl with all of you. It's been amazing kind of watching the coverage throughout the day on, on NFL Network and Fox and uh, ESPN and watching a lot of these talking heads eat a whole lot of crow 
For those of you that haven't seen Nick Wright eat crow, that's a fun video to watch, even though he does have to force his uh, rear-end kissing of LeBron James in there. You know, he came out and basically talked about how wrong he was, and he was saying Chiefs by double digits, and you know, wasn't even close to that. Brandon Marshall said, you know, there's no way. There's no way, and he picked, you know, Brandon Marshall picked the Buccaneers and and said that if the Chiefs beat the Bucks by double digits, uh, he would buy Nick Wright a Rolex. Well, he didn't have to pay up on that because it was the Bucks that did the uh, the dominating. And people are, you know, people are going to whine and complain on Twitter. They're going to whine and complain on Facebook. Yeah, I've seen people talking about the officiating. Here's an idea: don't commit penalties. There won't be any flags. There is not a single penalty that that Chiefs fans can point to or Brady haters can point to and say that was a bogus call because every single one of them was legit. And there were plenty of missed calls on both sides all night long, but the Buccaneers played a cleaner, more effective game, and that's why they won. Real quick, before I give uh, some final thoughts, I'm going to jump over to another voicemail from another longtime caller. And you know what? This guy has been surrounded by nothing but Brady's success, and now Brady is succeeding for the team that he roots for. It's our good buddy Tyler from Boston. Boys, boys, it's Tyler from Boston. Super Bowl, baby, best in the world. Oh, man, I don't care what the NFL says. Fire those cannons. Raise the flag. No, 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 not another penalty flag. Now we're talking about we're raising the sails. And, oh, man, I'm so happy for our Super Bowl MVP, Tyree Kill, I, I mean, not Tyree Kill, Tom Brady. Oh, man. I'm just, <laughs> I'm not the trash-talking type. So, in all seriousness, yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, I was nine years old the last time we were here, so it's been a long time coming, and it was really the hell of a season, hell of a game. Really, just hell of a ride. Can't believe the world is chanting Tampa Bay right now, so it's great that Tom left, uh, led us to a victory, but... You know, I really want to make sure the defense, Gronk, Fournette, AB, just so many guys get their props, man. This whole team, it was a complete team game, and defense was outstanding. And, you know, that's, that's Buccaneers football for you, strong defense. And um, the Chiefs are an awesome team, man. They're amazing competitors. Patrick Mahomes, no doubt, He's going to go on to have a career. We know how special he is. And, I mean, he showed up tonight, no quit. I mean, I know they didn't score the touchdown, but, man, no quit. Big props to him, but... You know, now with our time in the sun, it's Tampa Bay's time. Lombardi's coming home, and we're Super Bowl champions. Thank you, James and David, for being a part of our lives. New fans, old fans, doesn't matter. We're here now, and <laughs> thanks for taking us on this journey, uh, you know, with the Buccaneers. So, go Bucks. Tyler, appreciate the call, as always. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's there's just so much to to unravel and and talk about and think about and. You know, David and I are going to be talking about this game probably for the rest of the week, but as David texted me yesterday, we finished recording. I wrote my pick six column for Bucks Nation. He was editing the podcast, trying to put everything together, and uh, he texted me at about four in the morning. I was still up, and uh, you know, he just said, get some rest. New season starts tomorrow, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's time to turn the page. We already have to start looking ahead to free agency and, and the draft and things like that, but... It'll be nice to kind of milk the Super Bowl for a little bit and uh, and talk about all the great things that have happened. You know, there's a you know we talked a little bit yesterday about the the MVP decision 
and Dan Patrick was talking about that, that that he believed Devin White should have won the MVP because he said it should have been somebody on the defensive side of the ball. But David and I have talked about it all year long. It's This was the most complete team game we've seen the Buccaneers play all year long. This, you know, we talked about complimentary football. We've talked about when the offense is struggling, the defense has been there to pick them up and create a spark and, and, you know, keep the, keep everything afloat. And when the defense hasn't been doing so well and they've given up some points, the offense has turned around and answered right back and picked them up and said, you know what, take care of it on the next drive. Don't worry about that. We got you. Um, Never. Have I seen the the Buccaneers, at least not in, in the last 10-plus years, have I seen them play that dominant of a football game? It was, it was complimentary football from the aspect of everybody just did their job. Neither side of the ball was floundering or flourishing, or not flourishing, but neither side of the ball was, was floundering or, or struggling. The offense looked like they couldn't be stopped unless they stopped themselves. The defense... Didn't let the Chiefs score a touchdown. Fewest points ever for a Chiefs team with Patrick Mahomes as their starter in almost 60 games. Lowest quarterback rating ever for Patrick Mahomes in a game. It was it was domination from the absolute jump. And they, what else what else can you say about it? Um, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for me. Other than. Me saying that you know it's it's been fun watching some of these people that swore up and down that the Bucks had no chance for the third game in a row, yeah, having to eat their words this morning, and um, also I appreciate a lot of the uh, the talking heads out there supporting Antoine Winfield Jr.'s decision to troll Tyreek Hill late in the game because Tony Romo was going to have an aneurysm about how terrible that was, and it's like, no, I get it. I get it. Tyreek did it to you. Then he backflipped into the end zone. There's been a lot of people on on TV, on radio. Uh, you know, Pat McAfee was another one. Said no, I loved it. I absolutely loved it because he kept the receipt. He kept the receipt, and in that moment, he was aware enough to say, you know what? That's it. That's game, and I'm gonna get you better than you just got me. So shout out Antoine Winfield Jr. I love the pettiness. With that. Thank you so much, everyone, for for joining us on this journey and taking this ride with us. It's been an absolute blast. David will be back tomorrow to try to keep me in line and keep me focused and keep me on topic. Until then, please check out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Gonna send you out of here with one more voicemail from somebody who's stuck in enemy territory so we know that he's having a good time around all those Falcon fans right now. Everybody, stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other, and we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks. James, David, lifelong Bucks fan from Atlanta, Georgia. Born and raised in Tampa, moved to Atlanta, not by choice, but I'm here. It's hard to pry myself away from these uh, highlights of the team, but gosh, I just had to take a moment and say thank you for reporting on this team all year. 
uh, it, it's just, it's an amazing feeling, um, to be sticking with this team for years and loss after loss and finally come away with a victory, you know, um, to think that maybe a few people might have made the biggest impact on this team. But overall, this was a team win. The defense stepped up at the greatest moment. Uh, it's, it's euphoric. And I just wanted to extend my thanks to you guys for, for reporting on this and giving us the insights that we might not see on the outside. I appreciate you, brothers, and I will keep on listening until the ends of the earth. Thank you. Go Bucks. Fire the cannons.